You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Broadcasting live from Studio 34 on FNTSY and Dish Network. A cold Studio 34 today <laughs> in Midtown Manhattan. It's the Fantasy Football Frenzy on FNTSY Radio. Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, the all-in kid, Jake Seeley, Wall Street, Matt Medica. Got you covered for the next couple hours, talking fantasy football, doing some Week 17 stuff. We got one of the dudes that, um, I think his name is Philip, coming on the show. He's uh he won the uh one in the week one of the winners. It's tough interviewing these dudes that win this DKM because they're not gonna tell you they line up. You feel what I'm saying? So it's just, it'd be like Doctor Phil. We have have a seat on the couch, Philip. <laughs> Why do you play so much DFS? <laughs> so we got that on the program today. Get you ready for a week uh, 17, the best that we can, and then we'll talk about. We got, of course, we cannot do a program on a fantasy sports talk show talk show and not talk about Jimmy Garoppolo. So we'll get Gucci all, and I'll tell you about my experience last night with uh, with Chris yeah, Ventra on the fantasy freestyle. It was cool. What's good with you, Matt Matika? How's everything? Ah, uh, everything is good. The studio, which was known uh, formerly as the Hot Box, mm. is now the Igloo. And uh, I think I might have some hypothermia, but otherwise I'm good. Jake, you know how they got the roof deck? The roof deck here at Rock and Raleigh's is being has to be inspected by the city today, so they have to open it up. So literally, we're doing the show outside this one right now, Jake. That's how cold it is inside it's like Studio the Winter 34. Classic. Yes, it's like the Winter Classic. They're putting the ice down right now. What's good with your all-in kit? Um, I'm fine. You're going to whine about it the entire show? <laughs> Jake is cold in here. You see, you you in the see you in the house is nice and warm and stuff like that. You got a sweater on this morning, though, so you're feeling good out there, right? So do you. Yeah, but I'm in – well, you know what? I should feel too good. Hot, it's too hot. too cold. It's, it's, Jake, there's always something right. in this studio. It's always <laughs> something going on in Studio 34. It's always something new. So last night, uh, me and Ventra – something's wrong with Chris Ventra. <laughs> We did the show with Chris Ventra, right? The fantasy freestyle, holding it, holding it down for Dame Martinez, spitting speeds. And I want to start with this because I really have no, you know, nothing that can top it. The highlight, Ventra told me the highlight of his athletic career was he was a JV closer. He closed, he closed base, high school baseball games for Zavarian High School in Brooklyn. Oh, that's Zavarian. My cousins went there. Yeah, there you go. Did, 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 Jake, did you play any sports in high school? Yeah, we've had this discussion. I played baseball all the way through, then golf wow. quite a couple of seasons. I played basketball all the way up through 10th grade, but no, I was the like the 12th, 13th man on the bench. I came in when the when it was, the game it was in, either in control one way or another. Oh, wow. I see. I, I, you, I, you probably did mention that. I just don't remember that. Matt Medica, you played any, any nothing, anything? No, no, I played. I played baseball. and you played uh, hockey, right? And uh, hockey, pretty much. Uh, stopped playing hockey when I was probably about 28 years old. Yeah. I didn't do nothing. I do miss hockey. Yeah. I, uh, that I, was a 3 and D, but that was a crappy 3 and D. What, what's that, 3 and D? 3 and done? No, 3 and D. Three-pointer and defense. Oh, okay. That was your specialty? Line up in that yeah. corner and you knock down those court. shots. You, you watch the NBA as much. You never heard three and D. No, it's a very yeah. common term. Yeah, no, no. You, I, I have, but it, it all it, it kind of skipped my mind. That's how cold it is in here, Jake. Yeah, that's what it Jake is. Jake was the Fred working. Yeah, my brain stopped working for a little bit. <laughs> I was the Fred. No, Fred Hoiberg had like ten thousand <laughs> times better than I was. So, 
Let me come back on the other side. Take a look into this slate. I want to talk about some of the questions that we had on uh, Is Mike Florio Lying, though. Some interesting revelations that I didn't think were possibly true. Maybe this, this Tariq Cohen thing and the Giovanni Bernard thing. We talk about that and we come back. Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com slash premium and learn more about our awesome product. Turn my microphone on. Fantasy Football Frenzy on FNTSY Radio. All right. Looking at some running back targets, right? Tariq Cohen had 63 targets. That's crazy. Kareem Hunt had 63 targets. I would have never in a million years thought that Kareem Hunt and Tariq Cohen had the same amount of targets this season, Jake. Why? Why do you think that? I don't feel like Tariq Cohen was like a part-time player, whereas Kareem Hunt was a full-time player. This is crazy. Yeah, two. One specifically used in the passing game. One all-around ability. Yeah, but it, it did seem like Tariq Cohen was kind of like off the map yeah. a little bit, and like when John Fox was like, "Well, we can't use him because other teams know we," you know, that was like the most asinine comment. You, wait I've a minute, heard from a coach, who was it? It was one of the games over the weekend. Um, there was, I think the announcers were talking about it. When the, it was the wide receiver, every time he came to the line and he put his gloves on, he was tipping that it was a passing play by putting his gloves on. So he would have his gloves like stuffed in his, in his pants or whatever, and he would come to the line, and if it was a run play, he wouldn't put his gloves on. If it was a passing play, he'd put his gloves on, and the defense caught it. Did anybody else see this over the weekend? I did not. No? Jake, you didn't see this either? No. No, doesn't surprise me, though. There's a lot of wide receivers that have little ticks and stuff like that that people don't notice all the time or yeah. do notice when you have stuff like that. That's cool. But you got to remember, like, Tariq Cohen had, like, what was it, like, like 30 targets in the first three or four games? So that gave him that boost. All, I mean, that start alone had him in that. At least I would If he had asked me to guess, I would have guessed he was in the mid-50s. Okay, that's cool. That's what's up. In week one, he had 12 targets. Week two, he had nine targets. And then it kind of went yeah. back. Then it kind of got regular, but... Wow, and then they started going. to come back recently, right? He had a couple seven, eight, or sixes or something like that in there over the past couple of weeks, right? Amazing. 47 receptions. He wasn't really a thing for fantasy. I don't really think he's ever really going to be a thing for fantasy, the three coin. But just looking at these, we well, still got week 17. When you, when, next season, let me ask you all this question, Matt. Next season, when you prepare for week, for, for fantasy football, uh, do you go one through 17 or one through 16? No, three, I go. I go one through sixteen. Okay. This year, I have my spreadsheet out. I have all the points, the matchups, and yeah. stuff. And I go one through sixteen. Week seventeen to me is just like a crapshoot. Yeah. So many guys that don't play, I I don't even base off that. So yeah. I go one through sixteen. But when you do that, you're gonna see that Tariq Cohen had 47 receptions. Like you draft a guy that had 47 well, receptions. Look, I'll I'll put I'll have the 
week one to sixteen. But I also do deeper player analysis. Okay, no doubt. Jake, when you when you when you start putting your stuff, your work together for twenty eighteen fantasy football, will you include week seventeen when you when you're trying to prognosticate forward? Depends on who the player is. Okay, because it really depends on whether week seventeen matters. And I think you got to take every single case individually because obviously when you look at people like Jacksonville and the Rams this week, and all of a sudden these people aren't playing. It's not going to matter to the equation, but there's a lot of teams that are still playing this week that do actually matter and do it. You know, you want to see what their performance is. So it really depends, honestly. Hmm, that's interesting because you because you look at that, you look back at that, and you see, and that, and that makes it interesting. Giovanni Bernal was another interesting uh, player that was brought up by Mr. Mike Florio when we were doing that. He had 37 receptions on the season. It almost seemed like he was a part-time player, a guy Jake that was on waiver wise for the most part of the season, but. Gio Bernard outs in PPO. He outscored Joe Mixon. I was sh- kind of shocked when I heard that, even though I got that question right. No, well, he was a part-time player until Joe Mixon got injured. I mean, that's really why. That's but this think, is Gio. Yeah. The, the thing is, though, is, I don't think it's that surprising. Like when he asked the question, I was not in my head because I knew the answer. But it mostly, if you if you went back two weeks before Joe Mixon got hurt. It's not. Joe Mixon, even as a part-time starter who wasn't you know, the starter mm-hmm. until halfway through the season, he was out scoring. I mean, it really came down to when Mixon got hurt in the backfield was Gio's all himself, and especially last week where he went ballistic. Uh, that, that really carried him through those two weeks that really made him jump over Joe Mixon. Uh, before that, Gio's been what he has been. He's been that RB3, especially in PPR, high-end RB3 that you can rely on, but that's he's always been a part-time guy that you could get some value out of. Yeah, the 14-team league guy. In PPR, in the playoffs, for running backs, only five other running backs had more points. So he got his work that way. <laughs> I, I think Joe Mixon was a miss by the, by the, by the industry. Oh, yes. Joe Mixon was a miss. Myself was, included. Joe Mixon was a miss. Um, he, he, just, he just was. He was a miss. I'll still go back to him next year if they improve that line and everything. I don't know who the coach going to be next year. That's the problem. Yeah, but he's the running back. I don't care back. who the coach is next yeah. year. It's more about the, for me, the line uh-huh. and having, just giving him, I, as long as I know he's going to be one of the focal points of that offense, You're going, I'm, I'm in. Why, why, is it, why does it not matter who the head coach is? What if, what if they bring Cutter, Cutter and somebody in there and they're like, you know what, we're just going to throw the football up and down the field. We're not even really going to, you know. Uh, take oh, a, good. A, it's a total scheme it's a change. Mixing, do that. No, it's good. He's the most talented running back there. There's no question about it. It just has to do with, this. like Matt said, it's more about the offensive line. Yeah, they they had they lost a big piece with Whitworth. The guy was averaging negative. He was averaging negative yards before getting contact. That's you can't do. You can't expect any running back to have kind of success when you get hit before you even get to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, that's the thing about it is I think that the, the I think we were sitting up there saying that because the line was so bad that you got to give the, the ball to the more talented back. But it listen for all the talent Mixon has, Joe Gio Bernard had a better season. That's just a, that's just the truth of it. Again, that's only because he got hurt. He missed those three games. No, he missed two games. Best game of the season for Joe Mixon is against Cleveland, 23 from 114 and a touch. That was the only game he had over 100 yards uh, rushing. Matter of fact, that was the only game he had over 70, over 50 yards rushing. Well, no, 60. 62, 51, 48, 114. This, this kid stunk to join up. A lot of it is to do with that old line. I don't know. I would be hesitant, Matt, to go back to Joe Mixon. This guy might stink. No, I don't, I don't think he stinks. I think he has the talent. I think he can run the ball. He can catch the ball. The way the season started with, I mean, Jeremy Hill was being run out there. Bernard was still around on third downs. So I, I'm going to say bad offensive line, 
bad coaching, not giving him the the, the full complement of what he deserved in that backfield. 160 carries, 530 yards, four touchdowns, 29 receptions for 286 yards, uh, 3.3 yards a pop for Joe Mixon in his debut season. So, yeah, Jake, I think, hmm. See, I, I, don't remember, I don't really really remember Joe Mixon as a college player, so y'all probably would know more about his talent than I would. But I think I'd rather I, – put it like this. If Kenyon Drake got the whole job to himself and Joe Mixon got a whole job to himself, uh, um, Jake, I'm going with Kenyon Drake. I'm not. Right. Got nothing left for you. <laughs> That's cool too. Um, That's just the way I feel about it, Matt. That's the way I feel about it. I think Drake had a better season. I think Drake's a better runner if he got a whole job to himself. Uh, I mean, I got to look at it. I'm, look, Drake, if he has the whole job to himself, is going to be very intriguing. But for pure talent, I'd probably go mixing still. All right, all in, kid. Your quarterback six this week for week seven. Is uh, week seventeen? Excuse me. Is Atlanta Falcon quarterback Matt Ryan? Big time game. I believe that game is. I'm about to take the Georgia Dome. I believe that game is in Atlanta versus the Carolina Panthers this week. You got to measure your quarterback six. I did lineup lock with Tony last night, and I was like, "What about Matt Ryan at 5900?" And he more or less spoke about Matt Ryan's lack of multiple touchdown games this season. You got him. You got him ranked six. I thought he would have been a good play in DFS this week at that price. What do you think about uh, why 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 the high ranking for Matt Ryan this week? Because he still has Julio Jones, who can still put up a 300-yard game by himself if he needs to. But it's, this is look, their season's on the line here. It's yep. a game against it, another strong offense. It's a game where they know they each other, they know how to beat each other. And if you look at it going in, we expect it like Vegas has it as a decent scoring game. So you know, it's just the fact of also how many other quarterbacks that you can't trust this week. I mean, look at the number. Like, there's no golf, there's no Roethlisberger. You can go down the list. There's no Alex Smith. So once you start cutting out all the people who aren't starting, on top of the fact of the people who might come out halfway through the game might not have any. Like, I don't trust Matthew Stafford at all this week. Dealing with a hand injury, you're telling me this team might not think about saying screw it, let's get Matthew Stafford out of his game. He's we just paid him that all that money. Why risk him? Like that. That's the thing. There's, there's so many quarterbacks. This is why you don't play Week 17. Is like I just don't trust a ton of them. I actually think that even if you only look at DFS, though, for that price, like you said, Matt Ryan, yes, definitely a lack of multiple touchdown games this year. But at 5,900, if he has a multiple touchdown game, which is very doable, even against the Falcons, even with Marshawn Lattimore, with Julio Jones out there, Mohamed Sanu should be able to take advantage of his matchup. I actually really like Sanu as well this week. Uh, I think that I think that's actually a really good value. Yeah, I thought so too when I saw that it jumped out of the page at me. That's why I asked Tony about it, and he was like, kind of like, no. Well, yeah, I mean, he doesn't have any three touchdown games, but I like Julio Jones and Jamison Crowder this week in DFS. Really, that's what you like? Those are two guys. Why, 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 why Crowder? <laughs> why not? Against, yeah, it's going up against the Giants. We saw with Kirk Cousins. You know, Cousins is still slinging it. Cousins wants, you know, that contract. So I think he wants to pad as much of that those stats as possible. I have so much Cousins and Crowder together this week. It's ridiculous. See, this is the thing with Cousins, right? I understand he's about You're to get about last year the, that that end of the season. That end of the season last year. We, this, this, well, guess what? The playoffs are on the line. Yeah, that's true too. But the thing about it is, I'm like, he's about to get this big money. He's never done anything in the NFL. He's 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 a hey, good yes. stat. He's a good. He puts up stats. He's a good statistical quarterback. He don't get no W's though. Uh, I think he'd be a little harsh. I want to talk about Kirk Cousins. We come back on the other side. Fancy football frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fancy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app. 
the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fancy Sports Radio Network app. The Fancy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fancy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fancy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Don Burns, this was one of the jams of the year, but oh, did this come out in 2016? Don Burns? I said this was one of the jams of the year, or did this come out in 2016? 2017, there you go right there. Anyway, Fancy Football Frenzy, FNTSY Radio. Um, we talking about Kirk Cousins before he went to the break. The all-in kid, the accuracy expert, has him as his quarterback, uh, quarterback four this week. Matchup coming up here to take on the New York Giants. From an NFL standpoint, see, these numbers are gaudy, right? He's going to throw for over 4,000 yards this season. 30, 30 combined touchdowns, 27 in the air, Matt, 3 on the ground. So he have over 4,000 yards. But I, I kind of would like Tyrod Taylor taking this team to, to the, champ, to the, to the, to the uh, playoffs, could possibly take his team to the playoffs. Kirk Cousins' team is nowhere near playoff contention since like three weeks ago. I don't think Cousins has really had a good team. I don't think Washington's really been that good. And look, I would gladly take him on the Buffalo Bills next season. They want to go out and pay this man. They get the opportunity to do that, acquire him, whatever they got to do. I would be more than happy to have Kirk Cousins leading my franchise. If I'm a team that's got all the pieces but is missing the quarterback, Kirk Cousins is the guy I'm targeting. And he's going to throw for 4,000 yards. You feel what I'm saying, Jake? But, but like, that's for us, for, for, for fantasy purposes. An NFL franchise, a 4,000-yard season with 30 touchdowns is not nothing if this guy can't get them to one playoff game. Uh, you can't put it all on him. you got to look at the, t- the talent around him. Yeah, I thought he was pretty decent who, roster. Who would you rather have? If, if, no yeah, contract, what? anything. Stafford what he have on his roster? or Kirk Cousins? I'd rather have Stafford over Kirk Cousins. That's an easy one for me. I don't Maybe, if, if, and now, if, if I'm, okay, maybe I'm biased because I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. Full disclosure. but Always. <laughs> but Matthew Stafford can ball. Matthew Stafford is taking teams to the playoffs with no running game, no running game to speak of. And the Redskins, you know, they had Chris Thompson. I mean, that's not a running game. Okay, I, I give you that. That's not a running game. It's been years since Clinton Portis was I, back there. The reason I would take I'm Matthew Stafford, Stafford over him the every I'm day. Using Stafford is. He was a former number one pick. Is he, not, is he right now the highest paid quarterback? He's the highest paid quarterback in the NFL right quarterback. now. And even if you want to say Stafford is better than Cousins, is he that much better? Cousins is a system quarterback to, to me. I don't know. He's a Gruden system quarterback. He is a Gruden system quarterback who can compile stats, but Look at the is not going to get you. this year. I mean, Crowder was hurt the first five weeks. Pryor was a uh, total, total bust. Uh, Doxon hasn't come on till the end of the season. Jordan Reed Jordan never Reed healthy. Was never there. Really, you really can't say that. So I mean, he had what Vernon Davis was like. You know, Vernon Davis and then Crowder in the second half. Would you agree with that, Jake? Matthew Stafford uh, and Kirk Cousins comparison. Would you? 
if you were starting an NFL franchise and you had those two quarterbacks to choose from, to me, I would tell Cousins, see you easily, easily. I'm, I'm surprised, Matt. Really, that's interesting. And watch Jake say I'd go with Kirk Cousins, too. <laughs> Who would you go with, Jake? I already said I would go Kirk Cousins. Re- over Stafford? Yeah, 100%. Wow. What am I missing? Why don't y'all like Matthew Stafford? Who, who do you he's think, reckless. Who do you think had, had the better receiving core? Golden Tate, uh, Marvin Jones Jr., you want to throw Kenny Galladay in there or whoever your third wide receiver is, or the Washington Redskins. Now, D.C., the, 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 the Lions got a much better pieces on the outside. They have nothing in the backfield. No, they don't. Neither, neither team Riddick, has nothing in the backfield. Theo Riddick, when, it's, when he's running the show there, is very good. You know, you know he, he can catch the ball. He can make the offense move. He's not Chris Thompson where Chris Thompson blew up this year and was, you know, really uh, – Exploding at times. Matthew but. Stafford, the type of dude, he get a running game. He can win an MVP. Kirk Cousins is never going to be based in the on M- what. He get a running game. He can lead a team. He can lead a franchise. He had, Matthew he had Stafford. Johnson based on what? Years. Based on look at the, based on what? I just he takes this team was in the running until like week fifteen. This team was and in the playoffs last year with Jim Caldwell as the head coach. Matthew Stafford. They have the same backfield. They have the same tight end. They have the same offensive line issues. They both have the, actually the Lions have a better defense, and they've got he's got far superior wide receivers. How's it like? It's not even a conversation. I, I maybe I'm maybe I'm overranking Matthew Stafford. Maybe I got maybe I'm too high on Matthew Stafford. I think Matthew Stafford's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. I'm, I'm not saying that he's trash or not. I'm I'm putting him that you know Kirk Cousins is at least there, if not better than him. I don't if, even, I don't even think I put Matthew Stafford inside the top ten. I don't want to go. You haven't watched. You're not. You're not like me. You don't have a buddies and Lions fan and been forced to oh, watch every single Lions game every single year for the past seven that, seasons. This is true. <laughs> I do not have any friends that root for the Detroit Lions. Matthew Stafford is too reckless, man. He's just he's he makes he's still to this day terrible decisions all the time. I remember one time, you know, they got the NFL lottery in Delaware, and I had we was out there, me and Noah, we had a sixteen parlay going, right, and I was about to hit the joint. The only thing I needed was the lines to score. You know that son of a gun, Matthew Stafford, threw a red zone interception. <laughs> he almost killed Christmas that, that, that Sunday. And what's the NFL lottery? Um... You can go in, in the state of Delaware. It is, it is legal to to play uh, like NFL to bet on NFL games in the state of Delaware. So That's it, interesting because you can't play you can't play season long fantasy sports in Delaware. Now. Yeah, but, but you, you can you can bet. And it's called the NFL Lottery. It's called NFL Lottery. You can, go, you can legit go into 7-Eleven, pull a ticket off the counter, and fill it out, and put it in right there. That's interesting. Yeah, right there in Delaware. I, I, when, it was, when, when I found out about it, I was like, okay, let's move. Road trip. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, we used to go a couple times a year. Too busy this year. But then, then Jaden told me he wanted to go to Dell State. I was like, what? That's right across the street from the joint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> move in. <laughs> we, room, we lived together in college. <laughs> Totally off topic here real quick. I'm sending you guys a tweet. The person who did this, uh, I don't think they crossed out the bottom enough if you look at it. And I think some smart people out there might be able to figure this out and somebody might be wanting to change some numbers. All I'm saying, you want to take a look at it. Let me take, let me check this out. It's somebody, it's somebody celebrating their winnings and they didn't do the best job at crossing things out at the bottom. Hmm. I'm taking, you see what I'm talking about? Take a good look at this, what we got right here. They didn't they, uh, really. Like, I don't mind bragging about your winnings, but you're getting somebody in trouble here. Would you send us an email? 
No, I said, no, wait, in the chat. Look, look in the, look in the uh-huh. G chat. Uh, okay. okay, I see what he won. I see his name. I know the guy too look at that the paid him out. He got that part right there cross out. Uh, solid look. gold blue. I'm trying to. Th- I'm trying to. At the underneath that, look at the very bottom. Thanks for the tip at Harris Football. We'll be no, back. no, no, all the numbers, all the numbers at the bottom. I can make out the majority of those numbers. And oh, if you just yeah. much, well, yeah, that's true. Not too. too much free time. There's only certain <laughs> things that fill those certain spots. Yeah, that's this, crazy. You gotta be you, careful. Do you know dude. Lee Harmon? Yeah, you know I know. Lee I've had a couple conversations. You might want to send him an email. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Now, I had a couple conversations with Son. He um. <laughs> He, um, I want to send him an email that they might want to consider changing something. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> that's a little bit too close to coming. That, wow, that's a good call, Jay. Yeah, you, can, like, you can do photos. You can like, edit the stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> First of all, and really, you don't have to put that out there. I mean, but then, Yeah, then, if you're going to put stuff out there, like at least crop better. Come on, people. Yeah. Do a better job because there's scammers out there that will take your information and you, you, you'll be, you'll be, you'll be messed uh, up, Jack. He's going to go into that bank account and be like, where'd all my money go? <laughs> for $952, it's going to get, you know. Yeah. Uh, we got the Roto just, Experts lunch today. The bill going to be 952 Now let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to eat good. I promise you that. Hell, how many lunches and celebrations and free food you guys have? I know, well, Jake. My bad. <laughs> Oh, okay. You got it. When you come up, Jake, we got you. When the next yeah. time you coming up here, Tout Wars? I don't know. Yeah. Not if it's on Long Island. What's Staten Island? The Staten Island Yankees. Staten Island. Yeah, that's what I. Oh, you don't want to take the yeah. ferry ride? I'm not spending all Like, I, first of all, I don't have the money to get up there in the first place. That's trying to figure that out. Second of all, I'm not going to spend the money to go up there in the first place, but to spend the money to go out to Staten Island, too. It don't, it's free. The ferry is free. Not, for, is not free. for where they want to have it. Joe is saying for wherever they want to have it, it's like extra money. Oh, really? Unless they're going to charge you to use that facility, which it's a possibility, I guess. But when you get off the Staten Island Ferry, the the Yankees ballpark is right. It's there. right there. The Yankees, it's Staten right Island Yankees. Yeah. So I mean, you got to just pay for the uh, subway ride to the ferry. Yeah. The ferry is free. Ferry is one of the few public transportation things that that I don't mind. See, Everything else, I've a day fun. like today and yesterday, you got to ride that ferry on that water in this kind of cold weather. <laughs> I was calling out, Jack. I'd be doing the show from home. Isn't it just like the Jersey to New York ferries where you can go inside anyway? Yeah, or are they not the same? There's an inside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't been on that joint in years. I mean, the, the summer is horrible. Yeah. Like when people's B.O. starts Body odor, yeah. No, yeah we went out that joint years ago. I went to Woo Wear, and we ran into Method Man out there, and my sister was with me. They still have a Woo Wear? Is that store still out there? I don't know, but is it true that we had one here there? down in Virginia? In that but same it house, remember from MTV? What we talking? Oh about? yeah, that that was Red Man, though. Red Man. The, that crazy house. I would cook those fish. That was crazy. That was that was when they first started MTV Cribs. He was like, "Gordon's no, fish." Things. You know the thing about MTV Cribs? Whenever you go in people's bedroom, they be like, "This is where the magic happens." Everybody said that when you went in their bedroom. This is where the magic happens. They got Houdini in their bedroom. You want to see some magic? I, nah, let me stop. <laughs> Remember Shaq's in his giant Superman bed? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, come on now. This is where the magic happens. Shaq. Shaq Shaq's is big too, Joe. We, we, we need to have more Shaq in our life. Like, yeah. Remember the time he fell on on, on, on set? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, real quick, Corey. Did you see, you know, since we got like two minutes left in the segment, did you see the ending of the uh, Rockets Celtics game last night? No, I did not. I was I was back and forth, back and forth. So I, I, but I heard it was wow. What happened? Well, first of all, the Celtics came from twenty six down. I saw that. Part. I know that. Yep. They called two offensive like that. Ref 
Uh, that, that, the first call I could see on Harden, because he was kind of grabbing Smart by the shirt and kind of giving him a little bit of shove, but it was an offensive foul, and then you have Horford hitting the shot, and then they called another offensive foul again on Harden while he was trying to get to the ball to be a pass and bounds, and I was just like, man, you can't be doing that at the end of the game. One thing – What about Marcus Smart? He was the player of the game, right? He, no. held, he shut down Harden. Yeah. One thing about – it's on always – The NBA is always going to have issues when it comes to officiating. It's a part – I'm rooting for Kyrie and the Celtics. You like the Celtics? I don't, but I'm rooting for Kyrie. Okay. He, when Kyrie did getting away from LeBron James was very smart in my opinion. That was. That really was. When we come back on the other side, we'll get back to football. It's Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FTSY Radio. Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com premium and learn more about our awesome product. Hey, Don Burns, did, uh, did Homeboy call the DKMS winner? I ain't so good. If he called, we talk to him. If not, we'll figure it out. <laughs> All right, listen. Captain Ralph on Twitter says, man, we want to hear about Dynasty Stash and Hope, guys. Not the past year. I didn't know he spoke for everybody. Uh, <laughs> Captain Ralph, or whatever your name He's is. He's a captain. Click on your Twitter avatar because you want me. Man, how about this? We've got 17,000 days until next season. There's plenty of time to get into everything. There you go. right? Thank you. All in, kid. Captain Ralph, Saint fan, posing with the Saint Super Bowl trophy. Captain Ralph, if you want to know about some Dynasty stash and hope, guys, 844-843-6879. Told you this when the week started. Anything you need, call, and and we'll, we'll work through it. We told you that when the week started. Now, the Buffalo Sabres. <laughs> <laughs> the ice hockey team. The Bu- so, you know, everybody know about the Winter Classic, right? Mm-hmm. It's a thing where they play, the, 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 where they play hockey in, um, in the baseball stadiums. So, this is the second time they're doing it in New York. Or this is the third time they're doing it in New York. It's the second time. They had that Yankee Stadium. They had the Rangers and the Devils. They played a couple of years. I was living in Chicago back then, I remember. Rangers and the Devils played at Yankee Stadium, right? Mm-hmm. Multiple outdoor games per year now. Oh, they have, you know what? They just don't do it on New Year's Day. You're right, Jake. Mm-hmm. They do it several times. So they're having a, like, Heinz Field. I thought the coolest one was in uh, Detroit. They did, it was, I believe it was, in, it was on Ann Arbor Field. They had Detroit versus Toronto. That was pretty cool. All right. So there you go. People. So this, this, this year. I like the one at Fenway. Yeah, that, that one that was, was cool. cool I would like to go to Fenway Park, but I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. Anyway, let me get my head. My headphones today is like earmuffs. Like, legit, we're doing the show from outside. Yeah, I, I think the jacket's coming on next segment. That's it might, it might just happen. Jake, you think we're playing? It really is like breaking this joint. And, right. I, and I'm never cold. I slept last night with the air conditioner on. Wow. You can get pneumonia like that, Matt. No, I can get pneumonia when my, when my wife opens the window at 5 in the morning and I'm like, I'm coming out of the shower. Yeah, no, that's tough. That's tough, tough right? I don't know what it's like 10 degrees out. Matt was like, get in my towel. <laughs> Cold <laughs> actually kills germs. I'm, like, I'm pulling a Costanza. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he wants that. All right. So, 
win a classic. I don't think Corey knew what you meant. No, I Corey did. didn't get that. Like, like a stanza. I think it's probably the same joke. Shrinkage. The water episode. Yeah, that's what I'm that's, that's why that's why I said hand me my towel. <laughs> to cover that joint up. <laughs> okay. Yeah, to say, yeah, I got you. I'm riding with you. <laughs> so we got the winter classic going down. This is an ice hockey at a baseball stadium outside, whatever. Like I said, I would go for like a period, then I'm like, let's get out of here, it's too cold. So the Buffalo Sabres are playing the uh the Rangers of New York in this competition. And Buffalo Sabres, if I'm not mistaken, are going to be staying. Like this is a like Winter Classic headquarters where we mm-hmm. at yes. in the Renaissance, the Renaissance Midtown. Yeah. I noticed it a couple of days ago. I was like, why is it the Winter Classic logo up here? Now they got them all over the place today. Even the doorman has a hat with the Winter Classic. Yeah, man. exactly. And they got Buffalo Sabres stuff over here too. So I'm thinking the Buffalo Sabres are going to be staying here. So at any point today, we can run into a member of the Buffalo Sabres. I asked Madika earlier, you're a hockey expert. Who plays for the Buffalo Sabres? Jack Eichel would be the one guy you'd probably really want to meet now. All right. Now. Uh, uh, Mr. Sutton was correct. Dominic Hasek did play for the Buffalo Sabres. You know, about a decade ago. So, about <laughs> 10 years ago, Mr. Sussman gets it right. Now, Jack Eichel is a forward on this team. So, today, what we want to take a little time and do on the Frenzy today, we want to introduce you to the Buffalo Sabres. So, now, the humor in this, right? Let me tell you, I'm going to do this one time. I don't act like I'm Flavor Flav, right? I could read since I was three years old. Like, I graduated at the top of my class. Reading is one of my strong points. But the roster, this is a, these are the forwards for the Buffalo Sabres, Jake. Zimgis Jurgensen. You ever met? You know, you, know, you know who that is, Jake? No. No? Don't know him? Jacob Josephson. Is he is any this, good? Is this the, what do you call, is this like the chance to rap a skit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, here they go. That sounded like, so, that sounded like a Japanese name, <laughs> like something son. Like they always add son at the end of it. Yes. Zim, Zim, Zimgus Jurgensons. All right. I don't know what. Why do you keep, why everybody's got sons at the end of it? Are you just making this up? No, no. This, I said his name twice. He's from, uh. Uh, he's right. I think he's a Russian gentleman from Lithuania. Maybe? LVA. What's LVA? Latvia. I don't know. Yeah, Latvia. Latvia. That's what it is. All right. They got Evander Kane. He's from uh, Vancouver, British. He's actually, yeah. amazing. Yeah, he's a good player, right? Evander yes. Kane, right? He is. Yeah, he's a good guy. Let me see. If we get him in Studio Thirty Four today. Johan Larson. That's a, would you want to be named Johan? No, I don't want to be named <laughs> Johan. They be like, I wouldn't get no play in my neighborhood. My name was Johan. They're like, yo, who's your boyfriend, Johan? What? <laughs> um, Jordan Nolan. Look at that, Jordan Nolan. Is he any good? Anybody know him, Jordan Nolan? No, nothing for Jordan Nolan. Ryan O'Reilly. No. I think he's alright. Kyle Ocposo from St. Paul, Minnesota. So there you go. That's home. That's where Super Bowl going to be at. Jason Pominville is a, is a, is a Buffalo Sabre. Benoit Pouliot from Canada. Benoit. 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 That, Benoit. It's the Benoit. <laughs> it's not Benoit. <laughs> Benoit. It's your French Canadian. Oh, so he's, he's, from Alf, he's from Alfred, Ontario, Canada. So I guess that's how they speak up in Alfred. Sam Reinhardt from West Vancouver. So they don't have no Americans on the team. Jack McCabe. Evan Rodriguez from Toronto. I didn't know they had Evan Rodriguez in Toronto. <laughs> Scott Wilson from Oakville, Ontario. The whole team is from Dan Canada. They, uh, they have three Americans on the team. Let's find them. Oh, 
Zach Bogerson from from New York. He's a, he's a homie. He's an American. He's one of us. No, no, Matt. I thought they only got one uh, American on the team. Oh no, Kyle Poso. Yeah, Jack McCabe is from Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Four, yeah, four. I think it's actually the total of four. Rasmus, I can't even pronounce this one. Rasmus Ristolainen. Oh yeah, is from Finland. Ristolainen. Ritz. Uh, what's his name? Rasmus Ristolainen. Rayo Ristolainen was one of my favorite Rangers when I was a kid. Oh, are they related? Ah, uh, you know what? I'm not sure. I would assume maybe Ritzelainen could be a popular name in Sweden. Maybe. <laughs> could be like Smith out here. Yeah. Their goalies are Chad Johnson. And uh, look at that. Chad Johnson is a goalie for the Buffalo Sabres. See, you, you, look at that. Ocho Senko. I wonder if they call him Ocho Senko on his team. That would be cool if they called him Ocho Senko. That, that would be. And then Robin Liner is the other goaltender. He's from Sweden. So these are uh, these are your Buffalo Sabers. They'll be in the building today. So shout out to the Buffalo Sabers. If you want to come down to Studio Thirty Four, it's freezing down here, but you boys probably used to that. Do you think you would recognize any hockey player? I, they, 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 I would walk right past any one of these dudes on the street and wouldn't even say. It, I wouldn't know none of these. Let me see anybody in the NHL that I would notice. What's the black dude to play in Canada? What's his name? Yeah, PK. Sirvon. I probably wouldn't recognize him. Sirvon. Oh, Evander Kane is black too? Yes, he is. I didn't know that. The biggest hockey he player is. I saw like, in person was the year the Devils won the Stanley Cup. We were hanging out at China Club that night. The Devils were partying right next to us. They actually like joined our party. We even bought them a bottle of champagne. I'm not even a Devil fan. Oh, really? But Scott Arnett came into China Club and he had the Stanley Cup. Above. Yeah. This dude was like a Canadian farm boy. Like, you know what we talk about? Wisconsin yeah. farm boys out here. This was like, you know, somewhere in the deep sticks of Canada. This boy was big. Wow. This, this is the China Club? I used to roll every Monday night. Man, you used to be out there joint, huh? Yeah. Never made it into work on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I was out there every Monday night. This is the Wall Street days, huh? Yes. What was y'all doing in there? <laughs> <laughs> champagne and cocaine. I don't know. <laughs> Having a good time. That's what they were doing. So, Don Burns. So, the Subban. Okay, so, uh, Evander Kane. I think, uh, um, I don't think, is it anybody in the NHL that I would walk in here? I'd be like, oh, that's whatever. I don't think it's nobody. What's what the dude? Oh, what? Sydney. Oh, Alexander Ovechkin. What I would recognize him. Gretzky. I would recognize Wayne Gretzky. You ever seen I'd Wayne like Gretzky? You, I would say you ever seen <laughs> Wayne Gretzky. Don't I recognize who's, who's her? It? Dustin Johnson. She's with. Oh, that's who. That's his. That, yeah, that's his piece right there. You ever see uh, Wayne Gretzky's daughter, Jake? Yeah. Nice piece. Oh, it's not your thing. Yeah. I know. Last week when we talked about that, what's that lady Ratatouille? The Ratatkowski lady. You guys kind of got upset with her. I don't want Jake coming for another, you know, for Wayne, the great one's daughter. Ratatouille. <laughs> she's on, she on the same page. Oh, she's like, oh, okay, okay. All right, cool. <laughs> Emily, what was that lady named last week that we got that was upset, Jake was upset with? Emma Ratat Ratatkowski? Yeah. Something like that. I like Ratatouille better. Yeah, Ratatouille, whatever her name is. So, yeah, I would recognize Alexander Oveskin. I would recognize Sidney Crosby. Um, Mario Lemieux. He don't play no more, do he? No, but he, he, oh, yeah. he still owns the team. Oh, yeah. I, oh, he owned the team now. Look he's, at that. He went to ownership. He's been owner for, yeah, for a long time. Okay. Let's get back to the running backs this week. <laughs> check, check the link. They're going to they put us off this joint. Ezekiel Elliott's running back two this week. Derrick Henry running back three. Derrick Henry in DFS this week, Jake. What do you say? 60% in the cash game? Mm, and I'd, Honestly, in most cash games, I'd probably expect them more around 70. Yeah. 
Derrick Henry gonna get a shot to have the whole show to himself. This is Derrick Henry's like one shining moment for Derrick Henry. Yeah. It comes in week seventeen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Puking in the yeah, yeah. You're right. This is his eight mile moment. Jamal Williams, you gotta like this week. Oh, that's your boy. You really do. I mean, how bad are the Lions run defense and stuff? I haven't done a DFS lineup all year, so I'm gonna do like. 30 of them on Saturday. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm actually, because you shouldn't be playing season long in week 17. This is like the perfect DFS week. This is a good D- We should put something oh, look at Look inside the top nine. Drake, Henry, yeah. Williams. Those yeah. are three that you want if you want to save money. What about, you got Deion Lewis as your A-Frank running back this week, Jake. You like him in DFS this week too? And I think he's going to be over. He's going to be over-owned after last week. Patriot running back. It, it took the week 17 when we got Jake for the Patriot running back in the top 10. <laughs> oh, going to break. A little Cardi B going to break. Sound like it sound like the forever joint though. Storm Burns on the ones and twos. We come back on the other side. Continue to check the link, go through some of these things. 844-436-879. We just kicking it. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Shout out to everybody. Staying in on this blustery day, baking holiday cookies, drinking hot cocoa. Put a little nip in there if you want to, too. It's, it's, let me tell you something, Jack. It's cold in this joint. Like I hate to keep complaining about it, but it really is. No, it, it is. Hopefully, we were just told that the uh, outdoors will be getting closed up now. Yeah. The inspection is over. Thank goodness for that. <laughs> My jacket will be coming on after the segment. So, basically, this is like... We're broadcasting live from the Winter Classic. Yeah, it's like <laughs> we're remote location. Live from Central Park. <laughs> <laughs> On the coldest day of the year. And the one day I don't have my, my sweat jacket with me. So, I wanted to ask, um, what were we discussing? We were talking about Derrick Henry, Dion Lewis. You brought up something in the break, didn't you, Matt? I was, what was we talking about? I did. I can't remember if I'm so cold. <laughs> Let's look at Oh look at this Jake You know one wide receiver This week is your boy Michael Thomas Is this the first time This season he's been Your top ranked wide receiver Going into the week I have Julio Jones Number one I went PPR I'm looking at PPR Okay Good for Michael Thomas Shout out to Michael Thomas <laughs> Would you I don't remember Oh this is what we were talking about Interesting it, it has come back to me uh, would you stack Alvin Kamara and oh, Mark Ingram this there you week go. versus the Bucks? Would you do that in DFS this week? Play Kamara and Ingram. You know what? You no, might as well. I'm not touching either one of them. Why is that, Jake? Because if they're rolling in the third quarter, why are you going to get either one of them injured? Have the Saints clinched already? 
But the no, but if they, like I said, division. if they're rolling, if they're rolling in the third quarter, you're, yeah. you're not worried about the Bucks making a 20 yeah. point comeback. Yeah, I right. just say, that's all I'm saying is like this is why you, this is the stuff you have to deal with in Week 17. DFS is always risky too in Week 17. You never go full Jameis. Yeah, I would roll Jameis. I play. I play. Um, my man Winston this week because then he gonna be trying to he, he gonna try to. No, and then he's gonna throw three interceptions. Yeah, but that's okay. <laughs> it'll be like Nando says. It'll be fun. Starts Fozzie Whitaker. It'll be fun. Well, <laughs> where's I, Gucci on the list for quarterbacks? I saw it. I I didn't. I oh, saw 13? It. Yeah, I'm about to say he got him thirteen. I didn't mention it because I don't want people to at Jake. Because the love for Garoppolo is so real that if you hear that people and Jake, if people hear that you got him outside of the top of the quarterback ones, I'm telling you, you gonna get hate well, mail. This Jake. is this uh, he's he's going to move up. I mean, okay. the fact is, this is this is done. I still haven't updated him this week because it's week 17. Yeah. I'm trying to like breathe a little bit in week 17. Hey, Jake, take I did your the time. rankings. I did <laughs> rankings. Tuesday night, as always, Wednesday morning, did the small tweaks and updates. But now that the Rams are officially resting everybody and their brother, and he's going to move up. Did you see the Steelers line open at like 14, went up to 16, and then they took it off? Uh-huh. And now it's like seven. Yeah. Because they're probably going to rest. Because they're going to rest everybody. See, that's what I'm saying. How do you still, still beat them? <laughs> Tweeting at me, talking about, talking about stashes for Dynasty. <laughs> you got something you want to talk about. Don't give Jake a hard time doing his 16 doggone weeks. Week 17, he want to take a little bit. The link's still out there. Week 17, if he want to take a little fairness, time so off, really, yeah. You really shouldn't be setting any lineups right now. Anyway, to you have a clear cut of who's pretty much going to be playing, who's yeah. not going to be playing. It don't make no sense. I mean, you're, Jake, you're pretty I, much rolling dice playing championships for week 17 anyway. Jake, you deserve you deserve to take a, take a light in week 17. What you going to do next week, Jake? <laughs> Start working on baseball and looking at the film from the college football. Oh, yeah. That, that'd be fun, the college football. I like that. I, I'll, I'll get into that. Well, I'm going to enjoy the NFL play. I'm going to enjoy Monday with the two college games, and I'm going to enjoy the NFL playoffs. Like, and not really. I'll do a couple playoff drafts. We'll hit that next week. Matter of fact, we might do one on the program. I'm going to see if I can get that hooked up. But um, other than that, yeah, I'm chilling. I'm kicking it now. Don't ask me about no PPR <laughs> Dynasty League stashes. Stash D's, nah. <laughs> Mr. Seth, I just said that Mr. Sussman would have got mad if he was up here, and I said that. Mr. Sussman got mad at me yesterday, too. But tonight, when I'm on the fantasy freestyle, it's just me and Ventra, and Ventra just go with the flow. He can't really say nothing because he's a young boy. I, we, we was cutting up last night, though. We come back hour number two. Oh, hour number two is corporate, so we got to straighten it up. We will get into some fantasy stuff in hour number two because that one goes to other different places. There you go. We'll be right back. 